Leaders, storytellers, and griots sharing personal highlights on stories of the week. Well, we've done the there and everywhere, and now we are going back to the here. And uh, that is with regards to small stories, big ideas, massive inspiration. And this is going to be something that um, certainly I find completely inspiring. The sixth AfriSam Sire Sustainable Development Design Awards were announced at a virtual ceremony. Short and sweet, the ceremony was like literally 25 minutes to half an hour and now over the next few weeks I understand that you'll be able to watch videos of the Sustainable Development Design Awards and they are looking and focusing at architecture and design and how we rethink the spaces that we live in, the geographies that we live in, the sustainability of where we live and how we start to look at uh, the importance of engaging in that particular space. On the line is Dr. Luyanda Mpahwa, who is the Director of Design Space Africa and is also the immediate past president of SIA, the AfriSAM SIA Sustainable Design Awards. Dr. Mpahwa, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, good morning, Michelle, and um, good morning to the listeners as well. It's always good to talk to you and to uh, figure out uh, how you made the choices that you make. And I know that 13 projects were awarded this year. And there's a focus on really sustainable design. But also what I was intrigued to see was there was a fantastic focus for some reason. It may just have been per chance um, on the design of hospitals. Yes. Talk to us about that. Well, um, maybe let me just give a, a, a bit of a, a context. Um, <clears throat> this, the the, the Afrosem Sire Sustainable Design Awards, um, you know, focus on, on, on a range of things. In fact, we awarded um, a total of 18 projects. Oh. But obviously, 13 were, were of, of, of architecture nature. Yeah. Um, we've got different categories. So uh, maybe we can talk about that a bit later. Um, and um, the projects you are mentioning fall under category A, um, and it happened to be that we had some hospitals, um, well, a hospital and a clinic. Um, and uh, so there are various uh, projects um, that, 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 you know, people submit. Um, and, and those um, two hospitals, well, one is a, is a hospital which is in Fredenberg. It's a uh, uh, well, a government project, uh, and this is what is interesting about mm. it—the uh, fact that we're now finding that in the public sector, um, firstly, architects take it upon themselves to promote the idea of sustainable design, and 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 usually public projects are with very low budget, so it it becomes a very big challenge to actually uh, meet that uh, criteria of this award. So, Wolf Architects. Um, based in Cape Town, um, um, basically did a restoration um, of the Fredenberg Provincial Hospital, and uh, an amazing project. And, and 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 the way they went about it, in terms of just understanding how does a hospital work, yeah. how can we make it a bit better, yeah. how can we maximize natural light for the patient, 
how can we improve just uh, the, the the accessibility uh, of of the hospital because you know that the hospital is divided into compartments and then yeah. you've got people there are clinical areas and then there are public areas but you also have to, to service units as well the, the, you've got to service uh, the, the the hospital whilst there are patients in there if there's something that goes wrong so they yeah. looked at a very very interesting way of managing just the services that is like your your air conditioning your pipes your electrical layouts but also how the wards are arranged to really be able to have an access to the outside in terms of opening up windows to the outside people have a view lying in the hospital Uh, even the kitchen has got a view to the valley um, because normally kitchens are hidden behind and, and people don't actually see what they are doing or are not seen but the way they arranged this particular building um, was actually quite extraordinary. You know, Dr. Mpalthua, when I listen to you talking to this, it makes me think that when we think about sustainability, we're thinking about such a diversity of concepts. <coughs> um, there, there might be sustainability financially. I mean, obviously it links to the SDGs, the Sustainable Development Goals. But something like making sure the people who are working in the kitchen, making sure the people who are in beds in the hospital are able to get a view of something, of of nature and environment. And they say that when you look at green, that is when you are your most relaxed and you may become your most most healthiest with a green view. And it starts to make one think that architects are having to think far more diversely, maybe one could say, about the work that they're doing in terms of humanity? Well, look, Michelle, um, I mean, you know I've been involved with sustainable design, with the design in Nava since 2008-2009, personally in my practice. And um, we've been talking about the aspect of green design and green buildings in South Africa now for the last 10-15 years. And it it is the buzzword. Um, And this uh, design awards are actually meaning to celebrate um, sustainable design in all its facets. So, so architects um, are trained in spaces, are trained in buildings, and it, it, it's been surprising that we've actually, over the last few years, um, forgotten some of the basic principles of design, hmm. and and they've gone more for aesthetics and and buildings that look great buildings that are made of glass and we, we've stopped questioning what makes a building to be actually healthy yeah. what makes buildings um to make people feel good in them and it is just those basic things of making sure that you've got as much natural ventilation as possible that you've got as much natural light as possible that you actually have the correct sun penetration as needed and you've got enough shading we live in a hot climate i keep saying this and we seem to forget that simple shading of a building or of the inside actually provides you with that temperate climate that you need in an area in a a region like ours so so architects i think are being reminded through the green building process that they have to think about some of the basic things that were taught at university how to orientate a building correctly so that even in winter it can be able to enjoy as much natural sun 
shine as possible so that the insides can be heat, uh, heated. So, you so, know, I'm, I'm, yes. I mean, I'm listening, I'm listening to, you know, I hear you talk about green buildings and, and, as you say, green buildings and sustainability as a buzzword. And it has been going on for, for the last decade or so. Are we seeing enough of this being covered in the architectural schools around the country uh, as we move forward? I mean, I think about the glass buildings that you mentioned. Even in my neighborhood in Johannesburg, they've just put up a whole bunch of glass buildings. And I'm like thinking, what's the point of this? It's like, I, you know, at a certain time, the sun hits that glass and it strikes everybody who's driving by in the eye and they can't really see a thing. And I'm just like, is this really good design? Yes. Look, um, look, we, we are, I think, um, impacted on by, by international trends. And, and those international trends sometimes come from climates that are different to ours. Yeah. Um, I mean, in, 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 northern, uh, in the northern hemisphere, Europe, the Americas and everything, um, building with glass is, is, is okay uh, because they have at most three months of sun, perhaps. But also, um, those countries have perfected the uh, technology of building with double glazing, triple glazing, for example. Uh, we are at triple glazing now, not even double glazing, whereby the glass that you use is able to reduce the impact of sunshine and light yeah. from the exterior into the interior. Now, in South Africa, mostly we have single glazing. Your sun hits that glass, it goes straight through, and then it produces heat inside the building. And that is that is what makes our building, to a large extent, quite unsustainable to an extent, because we then need to air-condition them in order yeah. to cool them down. Glass causes heat gain. So so obviously, we, we see these buildings in Dubai, in New York, in Tokyo, in Shanghai, and everywhere, and, and we also want to be have to have our corporate identity reflected and, and we want these glass buildings. But then we have to, to, to employ technology to cool them down. Um, that's yeah. inevitable in our case. So, I mean, look, it, it, it's a responsibility I believe architects have to question themselves and to question the processes that they are going through, to question their clients, but the client pays at the end of the day and says, look, <laughs> our corporate identity is about the sentence that you see today, and therefore we've got to be like the Joneses next door, and if if if, if not better, so it, it is a constant challenge. And I think the green building, um, uh, you know, design movement that has now really started taking root in our country is starting to influence those decisions. Yeah. These days, you actually get a glass building getting a six-star rating. Um, because it has met all the criteria of green building and star rating processes. But I still question personally whether, you know, the glass building per se is the correct answer for South a country Africa. like South Africa or for Africa, Africa in general. Yeah. I must yeah. say, I would, so, I would support you on that 100%. Dr. Mpathwa, <laughs> we are going to have to go into the news soon, so I just wanted to... I know you're not. Well, actually, I don't know if you are. Um, are you allowed to um, tell us what you think your favorite green building in this country is? Well, sure. <laughs> yes, I, I am allowed. Um, I would hope so. 
Um, no, I just don't want you to like like be stepping out of line as the the you know the president of Sire, and then suddenly you you know I wouldn't want you to like be seen to to have a passion for something. But like like go for it. I'd love to hear from you. Look, I mean, it's it's, it's a very difficult thing because um, I, I I I don't think I had my mind on that when I came to this interview, Michelle. Um, but um, I mean, there are always developments, and and I think there is the most recent green building which I was fortunate to be asked to comment on, and yeah. I think I should be free to do so. Yes. Um, I I won't have the details because I was not involved in the project and I didn't adjudicate it. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, I might have some detail that I don't, I don't know, but it has been built at the waterfront here in Cape Town. Yeah. It is, um, called the Ridge. Um, yes. it's, um, um, I, I was asked as president to actually comment on it because it, 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 it's the first building that is using a timber facade, uh, wow. in, 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 in South Africa. And it's a combination of timber, concrete and glass. But glass is used in a very um, creative way in that the glazing is never facing the sun, but facing south, which where the building sits south, south would be facing the mountain. And the parts that are facing north, which is basically where the sun comes from, is where the, 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 the concrete and, and the timber is used, which therefore means that you are using thermal mass to shield the sun from the interiors of the building. Beautiful. And we are using the glazing in the correct way, away from the sun, but towards the view. So th- this is the, the, the kind of thing that when you talk about building in Africa and South Africa, thermal mass plays a very important role. That's why we have mud buildings. Yeah. I come from the Eastern Cape. Mud huts is the coolest building you'll ever have because the, the 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 mud wall actually is the thermal mass that reduces the impact of the sun into the into the inside of the hut, and the small windows are not allowing a lot of sun penetration into the building, and the thatch roof allows the building to breathe. Very simple science. I have Which, to I have to leave you there. We have to go to the news, but fascinating okay. conversation. I think we need to take this further uh, with regards to how we build in this country. Dr. Luyand Impaltwa, he is the Director of Design Space Africa, an architect and also the immediate uh, past present, president of SIA. And talking about the 6th uh, AfriSAM SIA Sustainable Develop Designer Awards, Design Awards, sorry, but also uh, really how we look at where we live in South Africa. Running a little bit late. Sorry, Luyanda.